Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I'm stoked to be here with you today as we continue on with week four of our 12-part series, 12 Axioms That Will Change Your Life. Today is a really good one. It deals with aiming for progress over perfection. We have a saying at Stay Forth Designs that says we want to help you take your next right step. Our coaches come alongside you, or they act like mountain guides for the leadership journey to help you find clarity, to reduce overwhelm, to take your next right step to make progress. You may not know how to get all the way from point A to point B right now. You may have something that you're thinking that you need to do, something that you want to do, a new thing. Well, don't aim for perfection. You know enough to take your next right step, and Alan's going to explain that in today's episode. So sit back and enjoy axiom number four, progress over perfect on today's episode of the Right Setup Leadership Podcast. Well, friends, welcome back to the podcast, and we're going to get right down to it today. I'm assuming a few things if you're listening to this podcast. I'm assuming that you care about the health of your heart and soul. I'm assuming you care about the priorities in your life, that you care about family, that you care about rhythms and habits, that you actually want to continue to lead well for the long haul. I know that's a dangerous assumption, but I also want to assume that you have big dreams inside of you, that you have an ambition to do what God has uniquely designed you to do. And that ambition creates a tension inside of us. And one of those tensions is what we're going to talk about today on week four of our axioms, a dozen axioms that will change your life. Progress over perfect. Now, let me do a quick review and we'll get right into this episode. Week one, we talked about taking clarity up so you can take overwhelm down. What can you clarify in your life and leadership? Week two, we talked about moving from a posture of reactive to a posture of proactive, making decisions ahead of time so that you are unemotional about the life that you are living. Last week was tough to swallow. We talked about shedding the good to get to the best, how elimination may be the best tool in your tool belt. If you want to move from heading toward burnout or overwhelmed or stuck into living the life you were designed to live. And that sets us up perfectly for our fourth axiom today, progress over perfect. Let me start with a morbid question. How many ideas are buried in your local graveyard? I know that's a crazy way to start a podcast, but there are ideas that are buried in graveyards all over this world because some of the best ideas, potentially life-changing ideas, will die with people. Why? Well, fear kept them buried inside. Fear convinces us we should never start. Fear whispers to us in phrases like this, who are you to even do this? What right do you have? Why would anyone even care about this? Who's going to listen to you? It paralyzes us into indecision and procrastination. Someday I'll get started with this idea. And unfortunately, someday turns into never really quickly. I work with leaders week in, week out who have big dreams You have big dreams in your life. And maybe some of those big dreams seem small. Having a few kids, having a healthy family, moving to this place that you've always wanted to move to, having this side hustle or this main hustle, doing this thing to serve these people, starting this nonprofit, writing this book, being a source of inspiration for people in this area. I don't know what your dream is, but I can bet that you've got it. 
But if you're waiting for the perfect time or the perfect draft, I can guarantee you'll never start. Don't wait, start now. As they say, do it scared and do it now. At Stay Forth, we call ourselves mountain guides for the leadership journey. I share some context on this. Occasionally, I was a mountain guide for one summer of my life, and it shaped me in my leadership journey. I realized that I didn't carry anyone up that mountain that summer. I carried some gear and a little bit of extra water. I wasn't just hauling their gear. And in all truth, I couldn't have carried them up the mountain or even down it. But I helped them to be able to see the mountain ahead, to be able to prepare for the climb the night before. And even those few days as they hydrated, they got ready for what for most of them will be the biggest climb of their life. And I was with them. I was encouraging them. I was alongside of them as we climbed the mountain together. We help leaders clarify, prepare for, and climb their mountain as coaches. Now, climbing mountains is scary. Let's just say that, but it's worth it. Nobody said that climbing mountains is easy. If you're a leader, you didn't get into this thing because it was easy. It was the easiest thing to do. You got into this because you're drawn. You're drawn by God, by other people. There's something inside of you that beats for this. But the reality is this. Every climb is just a series of steps. Every climb is just a series of steps. Now, this is why we're always challenging you at Stay Forth. Take your next right step. And what I've seen is that the first step always seems like the hardest. Once I've taken my first step, I'm good to go from there. Now, many times this will look like me knowing that I need to exercise, but not really wanting to get my running shoes on or get my dog on the leash and out the door. Once I've started, I don't stop. Once I've started, I'm good to go. For you, that may be just getting your first step, telling your first person, putting that goal on paper, making your first step is probably the hardest. If you want to write a book, what steps can you take? First, sketch your idea. Read a book with similar content and commit to write for one hour at the same time every week undistracted. You want to start a podcast? Well, you got to create a plan. You got to buy a mic. You got to listen to a few similar podcasts, create a guest list, and even record five episodes. I just, I know for me, when people ask me to come onto their podcast, I ask them to record about 10 episodes first. So I know that that, that, that isn't just going to stop. You'd be amazed how many podcasts only get to a few episodes and they have this dream of impacting people, but they don't hear enough back. After a few episodes, it was too hard. They didn't have a process and they quit in the meantime before they saw any real impact. You want to start a nonprofit that changes the world? Read a book on that issue that you're burdened with. Interview somebody else who cares about that issue. Research three similar nonprofits out there. And by the way, you may find a nonprofit that does exactly what you want to do. It may be a little bit discouraging, but maybe you just apply to work for them because that issue they're already speaking into. Now, let me give you a few thoughts on steps. Starting gives you momentum, and momentum gives you hope. Many times it feels hopeless to even start. How, how would I even get there? But once you have a few steps, you've got momentum. Guys, momentum is magic. When you're moving in that direction, you say, I may not be able to run a marathon, but I just ran one mile. I'm the kind of person that runs one mile. I may not be able to write a book, but I just wrote a blog post. I may not know how to raise a million dollars a year for this nonprofit, 
but my friend just told me they give me 500 bucks as the first gift. I'm sharing the vision of that. Starting gives you momentum and momentum gives you hope. The second thought on steps, no one writes perfect first drafts. No one. And rough drafts turn into final drafts. Even when it comes to tools that we create at Stay Forth, even when it comes to something like this podcast, this started in the notebook I'm looking at next to me that has some thoughts and some sketches. It's probably B minus work. It may be C plus work, but then it takes some time to refine when we actually feel like it's good enough that we would bring it to you guys, that you guys would be listening to it as you do your dishes and go for a run and work out whatever you're doing right now. This did not just come out of my brain. I just hit record. No one writes perfect first drafts and rough drafts turn into final drafts. Next thought on steps, big things require consistency and consistency requires habits. When I had three book contracts to write three years in a row, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. But I had three book contracts to write three years in a row. I had an incredibly busy and full life with family with leadership obligations, with people that I was equipping, empowering, and even coaching. I had a lot going on. So I knew that I couldn't just get away to a cabin for a month. And what I realized is that I actually had to make writing into a habit every week that fit into my schedule. And the biggest chunk that I could bite off was three hours a week. So I took this big thing that is a book, and I broke that down into small steps. And I said, I can write for three hours a week. And I began to read other books on that, began to brainstorm in that, created a table of contents, interviewed some other people about it, got some other thoughts, and I began to just put thoughts on paper. And that year was three hours at a time, the same place every single Tuesday morning, the same cup of coffee, the same table, and I found myself making progress, getting momentum, those steps led to more steps, and eventually I looked back and I had a little bit of a view, I'm halfway there. I'm getting there. And after three years, I look back and it wasn't some big moment of inspiration. It was a whole lot of habits dragging myself out of bed at the same time every Tuesday morning. Big things require consistency and consistency requires habits. Next thought about steps. We admire others' final drafts, but we don't get to see their rough drafts. We also don't get to see their sacrifices. You see somebody else's book, you see somebody else's Instagram posts, you see somebody else's speaking opportunities, you see somebody else's life, ministry, nonprofit impact, you do not see every bit of sacrifice they put in. You don't see how bad their first rough draft was. You don't see the notes in their notebook. You don't hear that thousands of hours of conversations that they've had about that topic. You don't see all the sacrifices that they made but you get to see their book launch day. You get to see their nonprofit. You get to see their first $100,000 gift that they flash in a big check on Facebook. Whatever that is for you, don't be tempted to believe that it came easy for somebody else. Because I can guarantee you it didn't. Last thought about steps, the process teaches you more than the product. The process teaches you more than that final product ever could. I just know the process whether it for me was learning to become a coach and all those people that I coached for free, even the process of listening to other people's interviews and preparing for this podcast, the process of writing books, the process of developing a team was painful. I made a lot of mistakes in the meantime. I'll still make mistakes. And it was painful. But the process has taught me way more than the final product. That's just a sign that you went through a honing process. 
There are things that we will learn in the process that God needs to shape us and needs to mature us, needs to grow our leadership and ultimately hone our craft so we can impact more people. Very simply, how do I move toward my goals? I've got four simple steps for you. They're simple, but they are not easy. Number one, learn from others, but don't compare. Learn from others, but don't compare. Research is really important. If you want to do something in that area, well, the first question I'm probably going to ask is your friend is who else is doing it? Is anybody else doing something like that? Community is important. So maybe you have discussions with other people. You learn from people that have great thoughts in that area. You've got to learn from others, but be so careful not to compare yourself. Don't compare your rough draft to their final draft. It's just not fair. Often I'll find myself comparing to people who are much older than me. Maybe they're living the life that I feel like I'm designed to live, but then I look at it and go, wait, that's their life. And that's also on their timeline. Maybe they're much younger than me and God's shown them a ton of favor. Maybe they're much older than me and they have the maturity and wisdom to handle that impact. That's not my deal. Comparison is the great creativity killer. But you have to ask the father, how do I learn from others? You can't do this in isolation. You need to do this in community. Number one, learn from others, but don't compare. Number two, share your dreams out loud. Share your dreams out loud. I'm telling you, this is scary. I know the feeling. I've done it. Now, there are different ways to do this in person. You can share this with your friends. Maybe you have some goals for that year. Maybe you have this big, hairy, audacious goal that could feel five or 10 years out. Maybe you share this online. I have an email that I regularly send out every other week. Feel free to jump in on that if you want. It's called Taking Steps. And I simply just share, here are the steps I'm taking every other week. People ask me for years, what are you learning? And what are you doing? And so eventually, I just send out an email every other week to tell you during this fortnight, yes, every two weeks, here's what I'm learning and here's what I'm doing. No real big secrets on there. Maybe something about parenting and maybe my wife and I just went on a trip to celebrate our anniversary. It may just be, here's the thing I'm trying to implement in my leadership. Here's one way God's kicking my butt about a particular topic. It's, It's real. It's candid. It's simple. I share some links and here are the people impacting me. But One reason I do that is to share my dreams out loud. I'm launching something big this year. It's terrifying to me. Yes, equal parts terrifying and exciting called Leap Year, where I'm going to invest my best stuff in 10 of you leaders, 10 leaders who are changing the world in some way, 10 leaders who have already launched something and they really want to get it off the ground, 10 leaders who are about to launch something, and it's going to be incredible, but it's going to be a lot of work to get to that spot to get the right 10 leaders together on the bus heading in the right direction. So that's a dream that I shared out loud to make sure that people hold me accountable. People start asking me, so how's, how are plans for leap year coming? When are you going to announce more about it? And I smile because suddenly I have accountability. How do I move toward my goals? How do I take some steps? Number one, learn from others, but don't compare. Number two, share your dreams out loud in person and online to receive that accountability. Number three, Find others to work with as partners. Let me remind you this. If God has given you a big dream, you can't do it alone. I read about this in my book, Everyone's a Genius, in that, yes, we are geniuses. God has uniquely wired us up for impact, but we can't do it alone. The bigger the dream, the more people are needed to get there. And this is a mistake that I've made before, and I see people make all the time. Guys, our team at Stay Forth is incredible. 
This podcast does not happen without the editing of Jonathan Collier, our marketing director. It doesn't happen without the other people to help schedule coaching sessions, to help develop content, to come together as a team, to analyze even these dozen things that have come out from comparing and contrasting what we're learning as coaches. Find others to work as partners. You want to write that book? Maybe your name's on the front, but there's an editor. Maybe somebody is doing the marketing, the promotion. Somebody is looking at your grammar. None of this happens in a vacuum. There's a reason that books have dedication at the beginning and acknowledgement at the end. Even if it's your name on the front, you need partners. And number four, get a leadership coach to hone your mindset and clarify your next steps. I know I'm a little slanted because I do leadership coaching and our team at Stay Forth, that's literally what we do is to help you clarify what mountain you're going to climb, how you need to prepare, and what are your next steps to get there. But I'll tell you guys, it works when you have somebody else who's curiously asking questions, who is co-active with you along with the Holy Spirit saying, what are your next steps? What's confusing that needs clarified? What's missing that you need to fill in a gap? Maybe there's a longing there. Maybe there's something that you need to put in place in the meantime. A leadership coach can help you hone your mindset. I said to somebody recently, well, no, you know, they're saying I, I can't do this. And, you know, of course that's not my opportunity. I said, no, can I, can I just interrupt? I don't receive that. Why not you? And I was able to speak broken uh, over their broken mindset. I was able to speak confidence able to speak the affirmation that they're perfectly prepared to do this. I remember a gal was sitting with me and she was crying during the coaching session. I've failed in so many areas, this and this and this. And I said, hold on a second. You have experimented in so many areas that makes you perfectly fit to step into a role and understand all parts of this business and this organization. She thinks she's disqualified. She's perfectly set up for this to help you hone your mindset, and to clarify your next steps. Let me go over those four again. How do I move and actually make next steps toward my goals? Number one, learn from others, but don't compare. Number two, share your dreams out loud if you want accountability. Number three, find others to work with as partners. And number four, get a leadership coach to hone your mindset and clarify your next steps. Let me give you a resource to consult. The best book that I've read on mindset doesn't come from a Christian perspective, but it is a phenomenal book. It's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And he calls these distractions to our goals and dreams resistance. Let me assure you, resistance is everywhere. If you can name it, then you can tame it. Name that resistance. Maybe it's for you to pick up the phone and get distracted. Maybe for you, it's to just answer more emails. Maybe for you, it's to put that off for another year and to not start it at all. The book, The War of Art, can help you name some of your resistance. Let me give you some questions to ask about your next steps. What large goal are you stuck on before you've even started? What large goal are you stuck on before you've even started? Number two, why does that goal matter? Guys, this is crucial. You want to write a book? You want to launch a podcast? You want to change the world through a nonprofit? You want to start a business? You want to make a million bucks? Why does that matter? If you don't have a strong why, then you are going to be stuck on the hamster wheel, just doing something and wondering, why am I doing this again? Where am I actually going? 
What large goal are you stuck on before you've even started? Why does that goal matter? Number three, what three small steps could you take toward that goal? Not just one step. Great. One step gets you started. What three steps could you take toward that goal? That can actually get you momentum, hope, and confidence that you're moving in the right direction. Last question, what partners do you need on the journey with you? Friends, you have big dreams inside of you. You have important things that God has set you out to do. Maybe those things you're already living into and you want to be 20% more effective doing them. Maybe you want to be the best mom you can possibly be. Maybe you want to challenge teens away from suicide and self-deprecation. Maybe you want to inspire the dreams of other people and become a leadership coach. Maybe you want to write that book that you know people are burning to hear. Maybe you want to speak on stages. Maybe you just want to have a quiet impact in your community and be a healthy voice for other people. I don't know what that is for you, but I bet you that there is something down deep. Don't get stuck. Don't get afraid and petrified so much that you put that on the dream list for the future. You put that aside, you put that on the shelf and say someday, because many times someday turns into never. And again, to return to that question, how many dreams die with the people who had them? God wants to birth dreams through you, but you got to take steps to get there. Friends, don't get discouraged before you've started. We're going to continue to bring you really practical content here. Again, this is session four, axiom four of a dozen axioms to change your life and leadership. I encourage you to go back and listen to the first three. They're short. Also, if you want to head over to stayforth.com, click on our field notes page, and that's kind of our blog. We've got extensive notes that goes along with these. You can share these with somebody else, listen with a friend, drop down and text this and a friend can listen to it. You can break it down. Listen to this with your team. Your leadership matters too much to do it alone. Don't get petrified before you even start. Friends, it is possible to live and lead right side up in this upside down world. Catch you on the next episode of Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. Shine, shine. We ain't focused so long.